All right, you, you ready? You good? Let me get that You know what that means. <laughs> you better stop. We don't we don't have the right to play that beautiful track. Yes, we do. I own that track. Uh, I bought it for 99 cents. Uh, ni- actually, no, she probably charged like $2.99 and I probably paid for it. That was Farrah Abraham's new song, Blowin'. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Did you guys m- we're back. miss us? You know what's funny? I thought about it. And I'm like, oh, you know, we've missed a few podcasts. Mm. Nobody really cares. And then I went to Twitter and everybody was complaining and saying they missed the podcast. Well, here's my thing, which I think I love and everybody support. Thank you for your support and love and dedication. But like I did let people know on Twitter and whatnot that we were going to take a little hiatus. And then all the tweets were like, when is it coming back? When is it coming back? And I told them when. So like that's just confusing. Okay, but first of all, how many people listen to this podcast? I don't know, like 300,000. Mm-hmm. How many people read your tweets? Like all of them. Like your mom and like three others. Like all of like them. Like your mom and my mom. Like all of them. And that's about it. Yeah. Anyways, yes, guys, we are back. We were in Pittsburgh, the beautiful, we beautiful Metropolis. city of Pittsburgh Yay. for about three months. Very long time. Um, that was a lot of Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of French fries. Mm-hmm. Lauren gained a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. You guys will not be seeing <laughs> a, a photograph of me for about six months. Mm-hmm. Although if you just take it with your iPhone in a mirror, you'll be fine. Yeah, no, no, no. I have that. never. This is just a side note. So many people I follow on Instagram look so skinny. And then when I see them in person, they're fat. Me included, I'm sure. I'm sure they see me in person and go, "What?" But God, the iPhone camera, please. When they make the iPhone six, don't change the camera. It's perfect the way it is. Who are we talking? Who do we have on the show that you were like? They take the most amazing Instagram photos. I mean, not that they're fat at all, but like, <laughs> I mean, you were like, "I've got to learn how they do it." Let's not name names because okay. that will make it sound like they're fat. Okay, but not. there was somebody. On First of all, we've never had a fat person on the podcast. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> So gross. Gross. I would make them vomit before they walked in. <laughs> I'd say there's heroin in the bathroom. <laughs> um, anyways, I yes, miss we're Paris. I, I don't. I, uh, okay. We're back. Yes, we're back. We, as you guys know from uh, my main channel video I made talking about it, we made a movie. Yay. Yay. We made a movie. I'm not going to give away what it's about, but it's about AIDS <laughs> and cancer. And it's really intense. <laughs> we thought we'd come out like our first one, like we just just like get it all over with like the big stuff. And then like the next one will yeah. be like a comedy. Oh, yeah. No, I wanted this yeah. one to be a serious drama. Right. Um, it's starring me, mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. uh, Miranda Crosgrove. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I do the cameo in the end that I'm the one that actually injects you with the morphine before you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I nurse. inject you with the AIDS. Right. <laughs> it's really intense. It's the future. So you can just kind of look at mm-hmm. people and stare at them and mm-hmm. they give them AIDS. It's really Ooh, cool. Wow. The future is now because I feel like I've gotten AIDS from a few people we've had on the podcast. Just oh, kidding. Okay. Speaking of people we've had on the podcast, mm-hmm. I want to get right into this because you emailed me like a 14 year old girl and we're like, OMG, did you hear about that Jeanette McCurdy drama? <laughs> I was like, actually, what I wrote specifically was Sam and Cat Drums. Yes. Number one, she doesn't know the actual name of the show because it's Sam and Cat, not Sam and Crat. <laughs> Number two, uh, I think I've Mama never was. never watched uh, it. I think Mama was a little drunk when she wrote that email because there was a lot of exclamation, exclamation there's, points. There's a lot of drums going on there. So here's the deal, guys. First of all, mm-hmm. I'm always Team Jeanette. I'm Obby. always hashtag Team Jeanette. Have you seen her eyelashes? They're amazing. I follow her on Instagram. She really has amazing eyelashes. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, I do follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
posts some great pictures. Mm-hmm. Also some creepy pictures. I've, mm-hmm. I've asked her why she posts them. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. I think, think daughter gets a little drunk too. So here's what happened. I'm not going to say I know any inside information because I really don't. But it's coming out that Jeanette is like not getting paid as much as uh, Ariola Grande. <laughs> and, and Allegedly, I'm guessing. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the, you know, Jeanette's pissed and she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's upset about it. Uh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I get paid more than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so like when we get nominated for our podcast mm-hmm. choice award, mm-hmm. are you going to show up? <laughs> absolutely not i'm gonna because i think it will help sort of my like my popularity but like i don't show up and i protest mm-hmm. like i think that's sort of like a better move for- interesting here's the thing yeah, I, yeah. the reason i think that they should get well first of all they should be getting paid equally mm-hmm. they're not like oh so should we perfect okay uh, mm-hmm. well here's the thing i you know i came to this podcast mm-hmm. with you know seven or however many years of experience mm-hmm. on youtube mm-hmm. with following mm-hmm. what did you bring um um, ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> that I got in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I think I deserve a little bit more. Jeanette, I think, brought a lot, and I think Ariola brought a lot, and I think they both brought about the same. Well, from so... the articles that I read, they were equally, I think, as popular when they started the show. It sounds like Ariola, though, has gotten a bit more sort of mainstream popular with her music and whatnot. My thing about it is, you know, listen, both of them follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, hey, girls. Hey. Okay. Uh, hey, Ariola. Mm-hmm. And hey, Jen, I feel like Jeanette should have a nickname. Ginger. <laughs> uh, Jeanette McCurdy. McCurdy. Let mm-hmm. me think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, girls. And I don't know. I, I hate that there's drama. Supposedly, Jeanette unfollowed Ariola. I saw that. Anger. That, and that was that information was in like a reputable Hollywood like like thing. And like it was, it was, it so that like people in Hollywood are like, like they. I love that people in Hollywood give a shit about that. Like I unfollowed like Khloe Kardashian, nobody cared. <laughs> why? I'm over it. I'm tired of it. I mean, listen, I've always not. Been why a- did you unfollow her? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got that. Why did nobody care? Uh, you know what though? I started hate following Chris. You did. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like following like. A dead person. Like mm. every time she tweets, I'm shocked at what's coming out of her mouth. Mm. It, like if Michael Jackson just rose from the dead, I'd, it's, I'm more shocked at some of her tweets. Mm. Moving on. Uh, hashtag Team Jeanette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of Chris Kardashian, I had this wrote down, uh, written down. I don't know if you know this, but she has a sex tape. I do. I do. Is it a sex tape or is it a sex? Like what did they have back in the day? Like the like the. <laughs> Like the, I don't know, Mr. Director who just directed a movie, you tell me. It's it's probably like a like, sex drawing. Like a like eight millimeters what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, it's like a sex like it's like a sex, a sex drawing, drawing that they rolled up and put on a pigeon. It was a flip book. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris Kardashian's sex flick flip book is out now. now oh it's God. supposedly coming out. Well, this is Who's the thing. Nobody's talking about anything other than the fact that there is this supposed sex tape and like nobody knows who with, nobody really has ever seen it. I mean, it's like kind of the most obvious amount of self-promotion that they've tried to Listen, make up. I'm really into lesbian porn, so I hope her and Bruce made a tape and I cannot wait <laughs> to watch it. Did you see he got his, he got his uh his neck his what's it called? It's, his uh, Adam's, Adam's apple. apple. Yeah. He got it like down. removed. Yeah. Mm. I just saw Joan Rivers do a lesbian Bruce Jenner joke on like a Tonight Show or something like that. You and Joan have so much in common. Speaking of lesbians, I have a lot in common. I have a Miley Mm. Cyrus story. Um, Me and her, you know, both lesbians. Mm -hmm. So this happened. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. I don't think I've talked about this on YouTube at all because it was right before we went out of town. But guys, I had an, what's the word for it? 
an interaction. I got AIDS uh, from the Cyrus family, and I want to explain what oh, happened. Oh, 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 I almost forgot about that. God, I so called, much has happened between I called them. you in a panic. You did, and I was, I was like, this is of, a horrible idea for the record. I was in the middle of a Whole Foods, and I was just trying to get my chicken, and I uh-huh. called you in a panic. Uh-huh. So long story short, I uh, I noticed that Trish, is it Tish or Trish? I think it's Tish, oh, that makes which me makes no love sense. Love her even more. <laughs> Tish was following me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I had a panic attack and I thought, oh, my God, why is mama following me? Is she like trying to like keep tabs on me? Like, what am I doing? Right. And is it really her? Is it like her people? Yeah. Then I noticed that the entire Cyrus family Twitter was following me. And I was like, "Okay, there's definitely a problem. Because they have like a family Twitter. A family Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyways, (laughs) moving on, which definitely that was definitely some gay assistant who followed me. Like, I don't I don't think they actually run their own Twitter. Sure. So anyways, some fabulous assistant followed me. Mm So I direct messaged them and said, Mm -hmm. hey, why did you follow me? And they they wrote me back and said, "Um, we love you. And I'm like, we and then I got a phone call saying, or not a, no, sorry, I got an email. Or, no, it was a phone call. I think you got a it phone call. It happened like four months ago, so it was very confusing. I got a phone call from somebody saying, hey, this is the, the producer of Miley Cyrus Family uh, you know, YouTube channel. They want to do something with you. They're all here. <laughs> We're at her house right now. Do you want to come right now? At which point you called me and I said, it's a trap. <laughs> Don't go. Remember that show to catch a predator? Like literally I was like, I think this is a really bad idea. I don't no. want you to just like walk in to like all Cyrus's. Like, No, it was to catch a YouTuber and they were trying to <laughs> catch me, rape me and murder me. By the way, that's a genius idea for the show. <laughs> Side note. So um, of course, you know, I'm, I'm talking to Lisa and Lisa's like, you have to go, but you have to have somebody go with you yeah. for safety. It was like, it was totally like I was one of those girls going out clubbing and I'm like, I need a clubbing friend in case I get rude. <laughs> feed like, i was so scared <laughs> you were like legit. i was i was i was like don't go so then i, I called, like, I called the producer guy and i was like listen like i'm i'm really nervous that, that they all hate me and this is a trap and the video is going to be like a really mean prank and they're going to like murder me or something and miley's going to chew off my head mm. and he's like no they love you you know miley won't be here mm. she probably doesn't love you yeah, no because miley doesn't love but you. the rest of the family loves you mm-hmm. and then the, he's like and tish is like get on over here boy so where were you supposed to go? To the, the Cyrus house. Like their house. Which in like Tarzana or listen, something? I, w- I honestly would have gone. It's just I was packing. We were going out of town the next day, so I didn't have time. So I was like, listen, like when I get back in town, let's do something big. So here's my question to you guys. What should we do? I want to have the entire clan, calling them a clan. Mm. I want to have the whole clan with their hoods. I want to have them on our podcast, <laughs> all of them. Miley excluded because I just feel like she might be busy. No, yeah. no. I really. want Noah. I want Brandy. I want... I want what about, who's the who's the brother that's like engaged trace trace i want tish or, mm. or trish whatever she wants to be that day i want daddy <laughs> i want them all i want the dogs i want the cat i want the i feel like they have a ferret and i probably feel like i feel they like they're a, gonna a be like so like the same as your family there's gonna be like so many dogs <laughs> <laughs> it's like my family but with more money and less drugs um <laughs> prescription but the same amount of tattoos (laughs) same tattoos i can't wait i think this is going to be huge all right well if you guys want that to happen you should tweet them and like tell them (laughs) that and then by the way i heard from another inside source well just one of my um my old manager who listens to the podcast hey girl Mm. um she was talking about she knows the cyruses personally Mm. and said that you know through the grapevine she heard that brandy thinks i'm hilarious who's brandy she's miley's sister okay sorry Anyways. Isn't there Noah? I don't think Noah likes me very much. But she's a sister too. She's a... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, she's, so and she's that. a huge block bo- blockbuster. What do you mean? Noah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they have so much in common. They have so much in common. Okay, moving mm-hmm. on. Uh, I want that to happen. Mm-hmm. This is something... We'll get to Fair Abraham time in a minute. But this is something I just want to cover really quick because it made me very angry. 
Oh, wait, before I get to that, I just want to do a quick little side note about the podcast. You know how we used to do the whole like who's on the show today and who is not on the show today? Mm -hmm. Well, today we have, you know, Bo Burnham, who I'm very, very, very excited about. I'm a big fan. Big fan. I watched his comedy special again last night. I watched some uh, Zach Zach something wants to be famous. Big arms. Yep. He's a big man. He's he's eight feet tall. He said on his comedy special that he's a cross between a giraffe and Ellen DeGeneres. Mm -hmm. So you guys have something in common. Uh, I think you guys have something in common because that's (laughs) literally how I describe you to people that don't know you. And you actually say you're a cross between a giraffe Mm -hmm. and and Bethany. I'll take it. Okay. No, Bethany looks Oh, great. God. I could be way worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Done. And by Bethany, I meant Jeannie Groffalo. So Done. I'll take it. <laughs> anyways. Um, so, okay. Who's not on the show today is the... What's the woman's name from Dance Moms? But we might get her. We're still, we work, might? We're really? still working on it. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, we're still working on that. Okay. We're still working on it. The She's, like, that, in L.A. right now. The fact that we have to work to get a Dance Mom is, makes me want to kill You know myself. what? As well, we should. Here's the funny fact, though, about the Dance Mom. So, I'm in... We're in Pittsburgh, which is where Dance Moms is filmed. So, we were and, like, we have to get her. And my mom comes out to visit me. Not to see me, but to, you know, see the Dance Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we drive, like, an hour to find the Dance Mom dance studio. We do and all that Where was stuff. that? I wasn't with you. I don't, it was in some bum bumfuck nasty town i don't know there was like nobody there it was just us a walgreens and a dance studio Mm -hmm. it was great i felt home Mm -hmm. anyways so my mom is like you know oh i can't wait i want to meet her one day and i'm like well she's going to be on the podcast and my mom literally her vagina dropped out of her body Mm -hmm. she had to catch it Mm -hmm. (laughs) she was like what Mm -hmm. and i was like well she was supposed to be on last week but um her mom died and my mom goes glenda oh my god stop i was like what and she goes what are you talking about? And I'm like, she, her mom died? I don't know. She goes, was it her but mom? she's been struggling all season. <laughs> and Stop. I thought she was going to pull through. Stop it. And I was like, mom, oh my God, mom, I'm so, a spoiler. I'm, I didn't know. I forgot it was a show and, you know, not her real life. And my mom goes, no, wait, no, you're not serious because I've been praying every night for Glenda and I know she was going to pull through. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what did I do? I just spoiled her, my mom's entire season of Dance Moms. And my mom goes, oh my God, I, how are they going to deal with it on the show? It's going to be heartbreaking. I was like, well, I'm more concerned about how she's dealing with it in real life, sure, mom. Sure, sure. Because, you know, it's real life. Mm-hmm. So then we're in a Walgreens and my mom goes, you know, uh, Dance Moms, mom. Her uh, her old people shelter, whatever. What are they called? Old folks home. Her old folks home is right. What shelter? What is wrong with you? Her old folks home was right down the street from here. We should go see and see if she's there. And I was like, she's dead, mom. <laughs> mom, she's dead. Mom, hope, she's not coming I hope back. That, that was who died, right? Because she did have a relative who died. I think it was that. I hope we didn't just start like a whole day. Oh, shit. Okay. Allegedly. I don't Allegedly. know. Somebody died. I'm like nervous. Moms. I remember. She did have a family member that died. That this is so true. Anyways, our thoughts and prayers go out to Dance thoughts Moms. Thoughts and prayers. We hope Dance you... Moms relatives. And to my mom, who is really, really <laughs> heartbroken over it. Can't even breathe. Yep. No, totally. Um, okay. Side note. Really quick. Sorry. One more mm-hmm. thing before mm-hmm. we get to Farah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over this really quick because I'm mm-hmm. so angry about it. Lindsay Lohan. I'm, I'm done. I don't know. I'm addicted to Lindsay, the show. I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really great. And I just love how really in touch with reality she is. It's it's First of all, it's amazing. not great. It's the worst show I've ever seen in my life. Nothing fucking happens. First of all, it's not the worst show ever. Literally, every episode starts with her in her kitchen, and she's like, ugh, I'm hungry. And then everybody's like, you're good, Lindsay. You, you shouldn't. <laughs> she's like, I'm hungry. And then they make her some gross thing. No, every episode starts with her her poor assistant, who is terrified of her. And he's like, um, today, um, we're trying to get Lindsay up in time for her meetings, but she's tired. So, um... 
I'm working on it. Um, trying to get her. I mean, he's terrified of and her. And then the fabulous black chick that, that I have no idea what her job is or what she does. Oh my and god! When they whiteboard her life and they, <laughs> <laughs> they start they start making wants and needs and what they need to do. Oh my god! I love oh. it. And the black chick's like, I want to get paid and I need to get the fuck out of here. And Lindsay like yells at her and she's like, You think I deserve everything, right? First of all, we're we're talking about this as if the audience oh, has seen it. I'm Maybe sorry. you guys it's, haven't. It's Let really me just good. really quickly recap you. Go. Lindsay Lohan is a fucking disaster, and mm-hmm. she needs to go away for like ten years and mm-hmm. sober up and chill out and mm-hmm. be away from everybody, and then come back and like work at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Well, the show and the show follows her um, move to back to New York, where she's from, and she's she's trying to take this chance Oprah's giving her and restart her life, and she really doesn't understand why she's not getting acting jobs. She doesn't think it has anything to do with the fact that she's been to rehab seven times and or she's like twenty five. Or the fact that she put took a hammer to her face yeah. and like got like hundreds of thousands of dollars of surgery to look, mm-hmm. you know, not human. Like, what the fuck? You know what's really weird about mm-hmm. Lindsay? I was such a big Lindsay fan. And well, she was I, great. I still follow her on Twitter. So I'm still rooting for her. But listen, like, why... She was a pretty girl. Why did she do that? But then know. sometimes she looks good on the show. And I'm sometimes like, it, we know what happens sometimes like because she has those lip injections and sometimes they like go away and then she starts <laughs> looking good again. And then in the next episode or next scene, she's got them plumped out again. And then she puts dark lipstick on. She's like, hello. <laughs> I mean, it's so I don't know. Who... You know, what? I take it back. You're a mixture of a giraffe and mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan 2014. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, Lindsay, if you're listening to this, which you're not, please get your shit together and come I, on the podcast. Oh my be god! Great. Oh my god! We we would we have no problem. With the fact that you've been to rehab, you can come on our show anytime. <laughs> I'll pay you. Speaking of hot fucking disasters, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what time it is? God made a mistake. Oops! Ferret Abraham time. Tick tick tick. It's running out. Um, so yes, Fairy Abraham has done a lot in the last three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where to start. Here's where I'll, here's where I'll start. Mm-hmm. Um, Blowin', her new hit single, mm. which she calls a hit. Mm-hmm. I call it a explosion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. A hit to the face, an explosion from I her lips. I would like to speak, since we have a lot of experience with music, I want to speak to her engineer. I can't even hear it, but I think that was on purpose. No, that's the point. That's the point. Okay. Let's just listen to a little sneak peek of it. Okay, not bad, right? Oh, okay. I think she sang s- celery. I thought she sang telepathy. <laughs> like mental tele- What is that? Uh, she's Carrie. Being drunk and being famous. I heard famous. Okay. <laughs> Good, we got one word. Okay. 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 Going to the salad bar is pretty normal. <laughs> I'm gonna get some honey mustard on this lettuce. Let 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 lettuce. Oh my god, we haven't been to the soup plantation in so, so long. long. I think that's what she's talking about. <laughs> One more quick one. Okay. What? what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this hotel has not that many amenities. I think that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's literally she's tied down in a hotel six, a motel six, and she's like, I, I need to get out of here. And they're like, Wait, we're recording a song. Wait, okay. Did okay. Did she do a video with that too? Oh, she did. She did. Oh, right. And just it's like through a, her Twitter, right? Just crossed a million views. Did it really? Congratulations. Uh, about five hundred and eighty eight thousand of them are from me. So here's the <laughs> thing that I found out. Farah actually this is not the first time she has um been criminal of assault of ears. 
She has made other music. Well, as we know this, that. But this hit single has never been heard before until now. Where'd you find it? I got it from Farah. Excuse me? I'm kidding. <laughs> Farrah called me and she said, Hey, Shin, I have a single for you. This is called Unplanned Parenthood. I found it on iTunes. Shut up. I'm not fucking kidding. Shut up. Stop. Sorry, I just farted in the mic. <laughs> Was that a lawnmower? Oh, baby. Stop. Stop. Oh, baby. Stop. Replace the formula and diapers with hoppers and hearts. This- wait, can we play wait, a game really say, quick? Does it say replace... <laughs> Wait, wait. Did she just say replace eyebrows with formula? <laughs> <laughs> so what she just said? Can we play a game? Okay. The game is called, is it Farrah Abraham's new song or a deaf girl crying? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is? <clears throat> go away. Either disappear all my face. It feels like I'm going in on this alone. Um, okay, wait. Deaf girl. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, I'm just really trying. I feel like I'm deaf because I'm really trying to hear what she's saying. What's the chorus? Okay, it's not that bad. Okay. Wait, fingers I, are overrated. I can't be in denial. My figure's overrated, No, maybe? it's what she said is, I'm swimming in the Nile and my fingers are overrated. Oh, she did So not. I think what she's doing... <laughs> Where did you get the lyrics? Did you just sit there and listen to it a million times so you heard it? I, mean, like... I, I don't know. She told them. She texted them to me. I said, fair girl, fair bear, what are you saying? And she t- sent me a text. Being I thought like, for a minute she really did something to her. I'm really excited. No, an exclusive. <laughs> an exclusive. Farrah Abraham. Oh, my God. I We'd have to pay so much, so much for Guys, that. Guys, please, everybody go tweet Farrah and say you want her on the podcast. Yeah, and you want her to premiere a song. Yeah. And we need so we need some real. I know you guys have tweeted before, but it's time to do it again because we're back. We're ready. Mm-hmm. We're ready we want for... a live performance. Yeah. Her yeah. first live <gasps> Could you imagine? I would. Would come. you guys do it? Mm, I would have to like stab myself in the ears first, so I sounded like a deaf person, okay. which is fine. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Um, okay. Another thing about Farah, she is. Oh God, I hate everything. She is releasing a trilogy of books called "Celebrity Sex Tapes in the Making," and it is a trilogy, which means three of them, and it is about her experience making sex tapes. It's an erotic novel. And the cover of the book is her and a guy holding a GoPro, which okay, wait. Which means there's going to be a lot. Like in the, I don't know if you saw her sex tape, but there was a lot of things going inside of her and none of them were penis. They were Coke bottles. They were <laughs> fingers. They were rings. I think he lost his, uh, what would Jesus do bracelet? Now, a lot of things were going inside of her. I think the GoPro, I think that's going to go right up that. And I can't yeah, wait. I don't. I. It makes me tired. It's in a waterproof case. It all makes Thank me God. tired. Like I don't understand. Speaking of which, I had a. I had. I went to this thing called Monster Palooza, um, which was like a horror convention in Burbank. You know, that's what I do on Fridays. Mm. And uh, there was the company. Remember we talked about on the podcast, Fair Abraham posed with a dead body. Yes. In a magazine yes. called like pussy and corpses or something <laughs> yes i do remember that well i subscribed thank god uh-huh. uh no and i go and there they have all the magazines there and the guy that works at the company it fair was all over the magazines and there was like a cardboard cut out of fair it was terrifying fairifying and um i was like oh wow and the guy goes yeah you know who fair abraham is i'm like actually i know her personally and biblically and he goes don't we all and i said no i actually do know her and he goes what i was like yeah no i, I interviewed her once and he goes oh 
oh, then you really know. And I'm like, really? And he's like, oh. And I'm like, she's horrible, right? He's like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, no, I know. She's like the worst person ever. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, oh, being around her in a dead body, you know, it was more uncomfortable her. I was like, no, totally. So we like talked about Farron for like an hour. <laughs> But then at the end, we both agreed. I can't believe we're still talking about Tara. <laughs> but then at the end, we both agreed that she's a genius and we're obsessed with her. And she's, you know, she's the next Oprah. Yeah, no, for real. Bang, John, bang, you bangs. Wait, wait, Oprah. What was that, Oprah? From her, your song after prom? Shh, don't, don't let it get out. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost as good as Christina wait. Aguilera's Don't Look at Me before Beautiful. Wait, wait, do it again. I want to hear it again. <laughs> Wait a minute. Every time I have What did she say? Every time. Every she says, don't tell, don't let it get out. Listen, let, literally let get be, out. before everything <clears throat> I say now, I'm gonna be like, guys, I just farted. Shh, don't, <laughs> don't let it get out. <laughs> guys, honestly, Lisa's pregnant. Shh, don't don't let it get out. <laughs> On that note, we are going to take a quick little break and we will be right back with special guest. Shh, don't, don't let it get out. Bo Burnham. <laughs> All right, you guys, see you in a minute. Okay, guys, I'm very excited today because we have some sponsors. Yay. Now, this first one I'm very excited about. Guys, I have a secret to tell you. <laughs> Shh, don't, don't let it get out. We have... <laughs> <laughs> the best sponsor. It is called Nature Box. Every month you can get a box of delicious snacks. And not just any snacks, not just like nasty, you know, Twinkies and crap like that. These are the real deal, right? No high fructose corn syrup. No hydrogenated oils like that are all over Lauren's face. Mm -hmm. No artificial flavors. <laughs> <laughs> no or artificial colors like is Lauren's skin. Right. These are smarter <clears throat> snacks. Mm -hmm. um, and rather than, you know, going to the grocery store and having to find snacks that you think are like good for you and like not gross, it takes all of that time away. Mm. You can spend your time doing something else like sitting on the couch and eating the snacks. <laughs> Dried fruits, whole wheat, whole wheat fig bars, granola, mm. savory, sweet, whatever you want. And uh, they rotate. So every month there's like a surprise. <laughs> wait, wait. Every month there's a surprise. <laughs> oh, there's a surprise little snack in there for you you know just to make every every month exciting mm -hmm, interesting mm -hmm. uh sound tasty mm, I, i'm asking you uh, yes i'm sorry i'm sound, overwhelmed right now sounds real tasty you have to go to naturebox.com slash shane yes naturebox.com slash shane to get not 10 not 20 oh my god 50 percent off your first that's a lot 50 percent off your first box that's a lot how much is your box Definitely more than that. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, get the snacks that you can feel good about at naturebox.com slash Shane for 50% off of your first box. And I actually use this company, guys. Yeah. That's how I keep my unique your, figure. Your, your girlish figure. Please so support them. They are supporting us and they keep this podcast going for you. They keep you. the podcast going and they also keep my figure looking great. Shh, don't. Don't let it get out. <laughs> Naturebox.com slash Shane. Okay, guys, we're back and welcome I am to the so oh, excited. Oh, oh, oh no, right, you, do. you go, you go. <laughs> no, 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 please. It's your podcast. No, I, I want to hear everything that comes out of your face. <laughs> no, no, please don't. Oh my god, I'm I, so giggly. I'm so starstruck. Right Lauren now. <laughs> is freaky. I've never seen you excited about anything. I'm really excited. I'm a genuine like everybody else in the podcast. Like all the other guests, like I'm a genuine fan. Genuine. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, Shane. You um, 
<laughs> stuck to my request to have mm. uh, three inches of plexiglass in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, really do appreciate that. She's Lauren trying is, to scratch through it. I can still smell you. Down. I can still smell you. <laughs> uh, no, Lauren, you know, it's funny. Like, nobody in my life cares about me or cares about anything that I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the second that I say that you're coming on, everybody in my life is instantly excited and, you know, wants to come and wants to be here, wants to meet you. And I said no to all of them. Fuck them. Wait, I want to know. So you guys have never met before, which I didn't understand. Go. Discuss. Okay. So here's how I met you. Yeah. I it was like six years ago or something and I was well, this is the precursor. I was on um like blog TV or something terrible. Uh-huh. And you were doing like a live show, but you were in your bed and you were like mm, I think you were shirtless. I don't know what was happening, but you're like doesn't sound right, but well, no, no, like, like blogtv.com doing mm-hmm. a live mm-hmm. web okay, okay. Doing a web thing. We I talking- really don't I really hope that me in my bedroom think I'm alone making a blog <laughs> is not when you met me without me knowing. <laughs> Like and I was I was in your mulberry bush. Well, this is what happened. You were you were talking, mm. and you were so mean to people. Oh, like no. the fans were like being like, "I love you, Mo. I love you, Bo. And you were just like, "You don't love me. Shut up." And you were so like brutally honest. And okay. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm scared. Like I never ever want to meet him. I'm terrified." Did you kind of want to be him so you could be that brutally honest with people? Yeah. So then, literally like two weeks later, I was like at Universal Studios, and some kid ran up to me and goes, "Oh my god, are you Bo Burnham?" And I said. And he was like, let's take a picture. And I was like, oh, no, I'm Shane Dawson. And he goes, oh, never mind. And walked <laughs> away. So I was like, that's weird. But then I looked in front of me and like, I don't know, 30, maybe 40 feet in front of me was you. It was like a, you saw this. So tall... obviously this kid had heard you were there or mm. something and he was looking for you. And you were in front of me and it was from behind and you were holding hands with a girl. Um, spo- Wasn't me. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, and it was from behind it and I was like so scared to go up to you. Mm. Terrified. Because I was like, he was so mean in that blog TV chat. I'm like, what if he's going to be mean to me? And he's going to call me like fat. I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, so I never went up to you, but I tweeted you, and then you tweeted me back and said you should have said something. And then, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't recall the blog TV era. I mean, maybe, maybe I was in a bad time. I mean, I could I, – I guess I was doing that six years ago, five years ago. I guess when the, the few times I did blog TV, it's just such a ridiculous medium where you're just mm-hmm. sitting there with a guitar and people are like – well, for me, and people are like, oh, you're so – so I'm like, I think the whole joke was for me. Well, no, what I, what I noticed about it, though, are was – Are we able to – Cuss. Oh please! Oh please! Okay, okay, yeah, that you could um, sh- yeah. I I I'm. I, well, I, I think of myself as a nice a nice person. So I do I. So I people. looked it up and I was like, I was, and this was back. Then, I was like, oh, why is he actually an asshole or is this an act? Because I was like, is this? An-? And it was an act. It said on. I don't know if you know this. On your Wikipedia page, it says that you were. Persona is a snarky asshole, but in reality, you're a very sweet, sensitive <laughs> yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, well, I guess. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Which if my, part don't you know? The nice part? <laughs> no, no, I think, um, you know, when I was first starting comedy, when I was probably 16, or I guess I was 17 back then when you watched that blog TV thing, I had a very specific idea, I think, of what I thought a comedian was. And I was mm. very obsessed with sort of being like edgy and cool and dark and offensive and everything. And then I kind of quickly learned that I think that, like, that sort of edginess is actually not edgy at all. It's sort of the center of what everybody wants, you yeah. know? And nowadays I've sort of found that, like, I think the most daring thing you can do, at least on stage, I feel like as a comedian, is be sort of sweet and honest. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get up mm-hmm. and, and say, like, uh, Jews or whatever. Um, I'm just saying sure, it's, sure, not, sure. It, it, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty bread and butter for America right now. I don't know. I but, was... um, yeah, I, I, I've always been sort of, and this is where I, uh, you know, I, I've always needed to keep a huge distance from my persona mm. and the way I actually am just because I have a lot of anxiety 
uh, mm. towards that and being known by a lot of people. I think it's great if you can be so comfortable with a lot of people and then let people in. I think that's a real yeah. gift to some people. Mm -hmm. But for me and what I feel like I can do, yeah, um, I I need that distance. Total. No, I'm 100 percent fake. Mm -hmm. Like that's my <laughs> that's my goal. Is somebody asked me? They were like, "Oh, how do you deal with people being so mean to you on YouTube?" I'm like, "Cause it's not me. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a character." And like, I laugh at it because I'm like, "Yeah, Shane Dawson is a fucking stupid asshole." Mm. Because it's I'm Shane fucking Yah from Long Beach. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah. From I mean. the LBC. Wait, so where are you from? Like, let's let's go. Let's I, I'm from uh, uh, Boston, Massachusetts, mm. just like 20 minutes north of there, mm -hmm. from a little town called Hamilton. Sure. Uh, the North Shore of Boston. I'm from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't I don't think I have a terrible accent. I say like popcorn, I get that pretty yeah. bad. Wait. Popcorn instead of popcorn, I say popcorn, and that's about popcorn. But like my father and my mother, everyone has a pretty vicious. They're like, they're like, they're like Johnny fucking Damon, like those kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So how are you? How are you, did you start comedy at seventeen? I don't. How does that work? It was basically like I was. I was sort of obsessed with stand-up comedians when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, really loved them, mm -hmm. and I I did basically theater my whole life. That's mm -hmm. that's what I loved to do, and that's what I was going to go to college for before I dropped out to to do stand-up. Mm -hmm. But and then I'd stumbled on like Stephen Lynch and some sort of people that did musical comedy. And I thought, uh, I, I I was taking piano at the time. I just started learning piano. So I was like, oh, let, let's try this out. So basically, um, sort of backstage at Summer Theater at my high school, I would just sort of play little songs for my friends mm -hmm. that I liked. This is back like in 2006. And then someone said, hey, you should put it on YouTube so you can like show your brother or show other people. Mm -hmm. And this is back when like the paradigm of YouTube, I, I didn't even know that. It was a thing. Like I didn't. I, it, at that time, I don't think it had proven itself to mm -hmm. be able. So it was. I, I. It was like the first time I heard the word YouTube is when I had put it up. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, it just sort of started. And then I was like, oh, okay, so this is happening. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's sort of. I. It's sort of at an arm's length distance away from it because I was like, yeah, these are. It's fun to do funny songs and stuff, but I really love theater. I really like making theater and acting and all this stuff. And I didn't really see, from from my vision of it, musical comedy didn't really have what I wanted out of it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to just sit around and play dirty. And, and when I started, really did feel like I was just like a little kid playing dirty, offensive songs mm -hmm. or whatever. And then it wasn't until I found other musical comedians, people like Tim mentioned, this Australian comedian, or there's a lot of uh, amazing comedians let me know that, oh, wow, I actually can do all the things I want in theater, in comedy. You know, I can. It isn't just about mm -hmm. sitting there playing silly songs or something. So. When you, the second you said, you even said the word theater, Mm. I heard Lauren's vagina. Mm. I heard mm. I heard it lube and well, you are the well, you are the only woman in the world. I think that has that reaction to the, the, for a theater. Oh, she's like he's so tall. I'm he like, does theater. Theater. She's rolling up her sleeves. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm a fan. Her plexiglass is steamed up. I'm so, yeah, yeah. so steamy. This is the this is the part that actually like terrified me is, and I did not know this until you know I looked at your Wikipedia page, which is because you haven't done a draw in my life, so I had to watch your Wikipedia. <laughs> that, you those are, that's the way. I, I, you, I know Wikipedia is so dangerous. What you say? I don't. You don't what? know what a draw in my life is? What is that? Oh, oh my you're missing god. Out. Oh my draw god. My <laughs> okay, so every time I interview somebody the night before, I'll watch their Draw My Life video on YouTube just to see who they are. Um, and Draw My Life is this fad that was going around where YouTubers would draw 
their whole life and do voiceover. Mm. So it's like, and then my dad beat me, and then I got cancer, and now I made YouTube videos and I'm making a lot of money. Like that's yeah, okay. so good. Mm. Rebecca Blacks, you need to watch. Okay, oh and, and he was making a drawing motion while he was saying that. <laughs> so just got one of the listeners to know that I was getting a full picture of that, but I want to make really sure they did too. I really drew it. <laughs> um, but you hadn't did you had, did not do one. So I had to look you up on Wikipedia. I know everything about you, but I want to find more. Yeah, the mm. worry about Wikipedia is that I, I haven't looked at mine recently, but I from questions I get from like someone that may read it and then ask me questions is like since it draws from very specific articles or something people think that like I've had huge controversy basically I Mm. like I had one show that was that was uh, protested like six years ago at a college by Mm -hmm. like the uh, Black Student Union. They had like lyrics that just had myth, I mean signs that it just had like misquoted lyrics. It was complete, it it was a one-off thing, but since it's like on my Wikipedia page, I think under like a headlining, a headline called Controversy, Controversy. I get asked about it all the time. I'm like, it really isn't any, I'm totally not controversial. And again, I would say like, I really think doing like that kind of edgy stuff I did, I think is actually the least controversial Stuff True. Nowadays. I mean, literally, the first sentence, yeah, you're right. The first sentence on your Wikipedia page is uh, Bo is best known for writing songs about white supremacy, Helen <laughs> yeah. Keller's disabilities, homosexuality, <laughs> and more. I know, that's terrible. I, I mean, will say, I, the funny, that I'm in the other me. room and my, my husband was watching your special, and all, I mean, he starts like cackle. Like, and I was like in and out watching. This is like a few months ago. And and then he was in the Heil Hitler, Hitler thing when you were in the you know what I'm talking you know, yeah 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 I mean he was I mean I mean still like and I watched it last night and he was just like waiting for it he was so excited <laughs> oh, that's nice oh my god he yeah. does this whole thing well tell him what you do tell, well tell I, I've seen this special I mean, tell, of, well, well maybe tell the kids out there what you do well out of context that Heil Hitler thing it's just it's in a song basically so, <laughs> well well it's just it's in, a, it's in a thing basically saying that I do think young male pop stars. Um, One Direction, Justin Bieber, or, or a lot of it. It basically, you know, their songs, they're not written by them. They're basically engineered, I believe, to prey on the um, mm-hmm. weaknesses of young girls. And I think mm-hmm. it's basically done in a in a cyclical way that it's basically like the magazines that have the kids on the cover of them makes the girls feel like shit, makes them feel you're not pretty enough, you're not good. So the girls read the magazines, they basically feel like shit about themselves. And then the <laughs> kids that are in the magazines sing songs that say you're perfect, you're just the way you are, you don't need to change a cert- you don't need to change a, a goddamn thing, right? Nothing. You're perfect. And then they become a fan of One Direction, so then they buy the next magazine that One Direction's on the cover of that says the exact opposite in the thing. You need to change this, this, this. They feel <laughs> shitty again. Then they need the next song, and then they need the next magazine. You know, and basically, I just at one point was like, yeah, they're it's basically like Hitler. Yeah, it's so frustrating. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, so, so yeah, yeah. you know, it's like bums me out when I'm like, oh, when I like look at the, when I hear the Wikipedia page, I'm like, in the beginning, like I. I, for example, I had a song about like a love song with Helen Keller, and I do not like it. But I really don't like it. I would, I would remove it out of principle if anyone really asked me to. I, I don't want to because I know it's out there or anything. I don't like that song. I think it was mean. I think that mm. people, the thought that like a little deaf girl in like seventh grade had one of my lyrics quoted at her and felt like a piece of shit mm. makes me sad. You know that that, mm-hmm. that and I'm not saying my stuff nowadays isn't edgier stuff but I think it's, it's edgy for a purpose yes I'm highlighting Hitler but I'm highlighting Hitler for the por- purpose of pointing out something I think is wrong in some of the early stuff I think I was just trying to be mean yeah. to be mean or something so when the Wikipedia page is like yeah he writes songs about and like to equate like 
white supremacy and ho- <laughs> and uh, homosexuality. I'm like, oh Jesus! <laughs> I, I sound like such a villain. I got so excited. I was like, ooh! I was like, because you know I've been watching your videos forever, but I was like, I don't remember any like Helen Keller. I'm like, ooh! I gotta look this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, the one thing that I found out that was more terrifying and more offensive than anything was. How are you only 23? Yeah, let's talk about that. It's upsetting. How are you two years younger than me? How are you like You've done so much more than me. How am I only like a year younger than you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I know that's not really a question. Do we want to go into the biology of it? I want (laughs) to know exactly how. Well, my mother and my father loved (laughs) each other very much. So wait, how are you? Okay, wait. So you, okay, I'm trying to Yeah, wait, let's back it up. So you're 17, you're doing videos on YouTube. And then how do you end up in Los Angeles sitting right here? Oh, well, but yeah, the thing is, you know. Tell us the short version. You you probably know this too, Shane, you know, is that like, uh, I think probably people talk about like viral stars or whatever is this just sort of like meteoric instantaneous rise sort of thing and even though the numbers get a little weird and stuff I mean with your stuff it's pretty incremental I mean like people would think that it was this overnight success thing basically Mm -hmm. online it really isn't I don't Mm -hmm. think Um, I'm not saying that I paid my dues or anything like a comedian that did it for 10 years like Louis CK did for 15 years then you know has a few breaks a few setbacks then crashes through or whatever um but basically it was, yeah, 16, 17, I was posting online. Then I sort of got an agent. I started doing live stuff. And immediately when I started doing live stuff, I pulled away from online just because I was a theater person. And it wasn't like, it had nothing to do with money or anything. I, I loved live performance. The mm-hmm. fact that my YouTube stuff was giving me an opportunity to perform live, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do it live. And I know that if I posted the song and then I performed it live, the, I mean, if, if you're in the room... Yeah. It's, it's night and day versus mm-hmm. an audience that's heard this song versus mm-hmm. an audience that hasn't. If they haven't, you, you get the laughs right in the room. And I would so much rather, I've always said I'd rather have 200 people in the room laugh than read 2,000 people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. typing, ha, 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 whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. for me. Um, so anyway, so I started, op- I, I started like opening for Joel McHale is that, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and like just doing like little 10-minute sets before him. Is he him. funny? He's he's really funny and and actually he's actually really good stand up. Really, surprisingly, he's yeah. He's really tall too. And <laughs> uh, I mean, just, just he's a really good stand because you would think that he could eat he could easily get up and just do stand up like the soup mm-hmm. where he just does celebrity stuff and he did some of that but he did really funny stuff about his kids and what was crazy is this was like his first year trying it and he was mm-hmm. going out headlining theaters and he is. Like obscenely nice, uh, obscenely, obscenely nice. Okay. Um, like I ran into him in the Grove, like when I hadn't seen him in three years since I did it, and I, I was like, no, and he came out. He was so nice, and very. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I was opening for him, and then um, I sort of started doing my own little shows, and then I got uh, my half hour. I got a half hour special on Comedy Central, and that mm-hmm. was um, 2008. Right after my 18th birthday, right wow. before I was going to go to, I was going to go to NYU to study like experimental theater, mm-hmm. and um, I, I taped that like a week before I was going to enroll, and then I just decided to um, drop out, so or not drop out. Basically, I was a, a year young for my grade, so I decided defer. I could take a yeah, I could take I could defer and take a year off, and then try this comedy thing for a year, and if it didn't work out, I could go back and just have my you know mm-hmm. college life waiting for me. <clears throat> and e- then over the, the year, ETW usually go in straight and come out gay. I know a lot of people that did that. Is is that what is that what happens? <laughs> the experimental theater. That's ring. what Lady Gaga did, right? Yeah. Well, she a, went in probably talented and came out like, like crazy. Gaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's the, that's a specific thing. Uh, that's where you like shit on stage and stuff. It's right? like where you like yeah. pretend to be a spoon for like eight hours a day yeah. or something. And the thing is, <laughs> that's it's not like, all in way theater. That's just that's very specific no, no. And you know part. what? Like I was very interested in physical theater, like Grotowski and stuff. And like, I, but I really liked the sort of. Um, 
theory of theater and all that stuff, and I and I think I might have chose a little poorly in that experimental theater, I think is sort of the most out there kids yeah. that I mm-hmm. might have been slightly annoyed with because right. they weren't very grounded, and, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But anyway, so then I did stand up for that year. I, I put out a CD, and then, uh, yeah, like two years later, I put out um, my first hour special in Comedy Central. That was in 2010. And then I took three years off to make this new one. And, um, oh my God! What, do you, what does that mean? You took three years off. I mean, I mean, it took uh, this new one that just came out. Mm-hmm. It, it was three years between the last one and this wow. one, you know. And so I was getting tweets every day from, "Are you dead? Whatever happened to him? What you know?" Were you he, going around town, around the country, like doing the stand-up and working s- on the act? Sort of, yeah. And I just kept revising this hour, you know. And mm-hmm. Louis C.K. had sort of set up this new, you know, Louis C.K. was a stand-up, uh, right. the biggest stand-up in America, um, sort of made this new model for stand-up mm-hmm. where you turn over an hour every single year, you mm-hmm. know? And f- and everyone was sort of doing that. But for me, I was like, I just, I I, I can't do that. And I really want to try to make a, well, a your, specific your stuff type is, of show. Yeah, and your stuff is so oh big and there's so much going on. I was like so tired watching you. I was like, I oh my God, how's he doing this? Like, I was like worn out. Oh, I mean, the dancing, the singing, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the lip The water spitting. The yeah. water spitting. Yeah. The, 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 the bottle fell down, but he meant to do that. I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so it was it was a little bit weird. And uh, But yeah, so. How did you deal with, this is something I'm, I'm interested in because I'm hoping at, at some point in the near future, I'll be able to cross over to the, you know, the mainstream type of thing. Like you've done, the thing I'm scared about is there's a difference between getting a comment on YouTube that says this sucks mm. versus getting like a Washington Post article mm. saying this sucks. Like, how did you deal with Critics? actual reviews? Yeah, yeah I, I don't think I particular. I, I definitely don't. And this is not me being humble or anything. I, I don't think I'm in the mainstream really. I think I have a very particular pocket of people that know me and enjoy me and that's really nice um you know again i think there's like a bit of um there still is for all of us you know a bit of a stigma on certain mediums that you can't really like separate you know if you're doing you know when my hour was on comedy central it felt so much different i feel like it was in a whole new area even though it was no and this last hour i paid for myself you know out of all the spare money i had i I, I, yeah because i didn't want to take notes from people i didn't you know so i Pay for it myself and then release on my YouTube That's channel really and like on Netflix. Louis C.K. model. Like yeah, he, yeah. And uh, except I couldn't really. Louis had all these fans where you could charge him five bucks, you know. And I felt like there were mm-hmm. people that had seen my stuff that ha- that maybe didn't like me but would like this new stuff so mm-hmm. I wanted to try to give it away for would free you, for and it, it was direct to Netflix like that's how it came out and, and on YouTube in the and same basically I went net, I went to Netflix and I said Netflix came to me and said we, we, we would take your new special for mm-hmm. X amount of money and I said um Okay, but I also want to release for free on YouTube. What would you give me for that? And they said half of X. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd give you half the money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah, that seems that seems fair. Wow. Um, but anyway, so but like the most I've of of criticism I've had is um, like when I did the Edinburgh Festival in Scotland. It's a big comedy festival mm-hmm. where people review your things. And yeah, I had some people review my show on MTV, but that's another thing. But for me. The thing is, what's strange is that, like, with everyone feeling like they're a critic and everyone, you know, there actually is a group of professionals that are critical. And and actually, like, if you if the right critics are engaging with you, it'll be less daunting than everything because criticism, I think, should be not destructive. It should be like productive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're you're looking at someone's piece of work and saying to the audience, okay, this is maybe why it does work, this is maybe why it doesn't work, this is how it maybe could improve, but this is what it's accomplishing. I mean, a lot of critics for me, 
theater critics or comedy critics made me realize, oh, wow, oh, oh this, I'm now realizing what my act is because I didn't really, I couldn't pull myself out of it. But, he, but hearing someone that knows comedy really well or knows live entertainment really well and is putting mine into context, I'm now understanding a little bit more mm -hmm. as opposed to critics online, which I think are just like, mindless hatred mm -hmm. or mindless vitriol you know mm -hmm. so although sometimes they're smart yeah no but I, I mean they, they can be they can cut seriously deep I mean I said the first comment I ever read on one of my videos was go go gadget faggot <laughs> that was the first comment I was like welcome to the internet um, but I, I don't feel like I've read the mainstream you know what I mean and I I not that I have a choice but I would never want to be so big where you're written about I mean that that seems obscene and horrible and mm -hmm. terrible you know well, it, it's gonna happen because you're 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 humble about it but you're very famous and you're gonna get even more famous uh, yeah well <laughs> that's nice but um yeah listen when I mean, my brother my brother doesn't know shit about nothing like i mean literally <laughs> he doesn't nice know to say. <laughs> <laughs> he knows about vapor he's really good at uh, he sells e-cigs mm. i love him so much <laughs> um he knows all the flavors no he's re he's really smart but he doesn't know anything about pop culture or anything about anything him and all his friends are obsessed with you when when that happens that's when i know somebody's mm -hmm. famous like when my brother knows who they are and like likes them <laughs> i'm like nice. oh that's it well i'm i mean because you know i'm, I'm as i said a big fan i'm still gushing Wait, back still to gushing. back to to the the one thing that I'm curious about, <laughs> Lauren sorry. just won't stop talking stop. about. I'm she sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the MTV <laughs> situation. Yeah. Not mean situation. I don't know how, why that's uh, a situation. Sure. No. Show. Well, they're all Wait, situations. Wait, should we should we talk about you two having the same sort of love interest mm -hmm. co-star? That's what I was getting. Okay. To. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, right. I was yes. getting to. Okay. Uh, great. All right. Caitlin Jarrard. Gerard. Um Go. You know, me and her, you know. Yeah. No. Made a little made a little closed teeth kissing. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. She had a closed teeth rule. She is was there, very, she is was there very other, set on it. There's other um, types. She was terrified of me, like horrified of me. I don't know if she'd ever admit this, but she was like, I don't really do this. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know what you think I'm gonna do, but I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna literally kiss you with my teeth closed. Anyways, um I think she had just shot the show. Yeah. So of course I instantly was like, Tell me everything. Oh my god, I'm so obsessed with it. Anyways, the show comes out and um, and I really liked it. And then I saw an article saying from MTV or whoever saying that they were thinking about canceling it because the audience didn't understand that it was fake. And uh, then it made me angry because I'm like, are people that fucking stupid? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, it's like I was I was trying to go into it. People that don't know, I basically made a mockumentary on MTV. Mm -hmm. Mockumentary sort of like The Office or something. It was called uh, Zach Stone's Going to Be Famous. And it was a show about a kid that was going uh, about to go to college decided not to and use all of his money that he was going to use for college to hire a camera crew to film his life because he wants to be famous because he just has a passion for fame and nothing else mm -hmm. um, and uh, every week was sort of him trying to be famous for a different reason and failing um, so yeah but so my idea sort of was when I had the idea for the show it's like oh man what if we sold this to MTV what if we sort of Trojan horse this concept and 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 talked about the problem at the place where the problem mm -hmm. is being mm -hmm. encouraged and spread, you know, which mm -hmm. I think is just like an obsession with uh, fame for fame's sake, you mm -hmm. know, where, um, whereas, you know, unless, unless you have a passion to do something and then you happen to be in the field of something that when you have a passion for it, you get popular for it or whatever. Um, so I was sort of expecting it. Um, you know, it was a bit of a compliment because we wanted to shoot the show very realistically. We wanted the dialogue to seem very conversational mm -hmm. and real. So it was a compliment when that happened. But I mean, like when we're struggling and, you know, when I feel like MTV didn't really advertise this at all or push the show at all. Um, 
and you know, like Teen Wolf's airing, and I'm getting t- and I'm seeing tweets that are like, "Why is this Zach Stone kid have a show? I want to be famous. Can I have a show?" Uh, and I'm like, "You know what? Though, whatever. Like, this is it, man. This is it's can we rock. Talk about Biff. Being it's rock your dad? and roll. Yeah, yeah. He's dude. Great. Tom Wilson. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's the future. Wait, so dude. how? Yeah. What was the process of? Because I've had a few. Oh, mm, I'm like <laughs> now. I'm like, well, how much should I say? I listen. I don't know. Maybe MTV. Maybe. Maybe they're great. I don't know. I've had a few near misses. Should I think we say that? They're, they are um, <laughs> not the smartest people I've ever talked to. And how long was the process of getting that show? Because when I saw, I was excited that the show was coming out. But in my head, I'm like, like, how did he get them to get this? Because they're so fucking stupid. I'm like, the how thing did is, this happen? The people I work with MTV, um, the executives I work with, were actually very, very cool and got mm-hmm. the show and got on board with it. There were certain fights. There were certain, like, concessions and compromises being made. But I didn't think they damaged the show. I think they probably improved them in a lot of places. That was really great. And the people I work with are really great. There was actually a funny thing where there was a bit of a regime change, as there always is, yeah. before the show came out. So basically, when the show was airing, everyone there never worked in the shows. Mm. So they didn't really they don't care. care. And, and it makes sense. Friend, I mean, it was just yeah. sort of unfortunate. It really wasn't mm. the fault of the new regime or anything. We just kind of got really yeah. unlucky. Um, Who did you write the show with? Because I saw it's, it, you created it with somebody else. Uh, my friend, uh, Dan Lagana. Is yeah, that somebody yeah he's, a, he's a writer. Uh, he's like 10 years older than me. We sort of met out here and then we realized we like grew up 20 minutes away from each oh, other. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically like, I know there are people that have a canceled show and then they're like, oh man, and rally the fans or whatever. <laughs> you know, but I got to make 12 episodes of television, you know, mm-hmm. all of which I really liked. I actually got to end the show in the way I wanted to end the show. I basically didn't have an idea for a second season. That was sort of the <laughs> ending I always had. So in my mind, it's like, if I could do, if I get to do that again, f- fucking sweet, yeah. man. That was absolutely awesome. I mean, I just feel like to to try to complain or, or, or bitch about the fact that I got to make 12 episodes of my own yeah. show, is, it feels ridiculous. Well, that it was like a total victory. Yeah, one of the first like hate comments I got was back in 2008, and it was some kid being like, oh, God, somebody just give this Shane guy an MTV show and let it get canceled after a season. <laughs> and I was like... That sounds great. I know. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like being able to have anything on, under my belt and people take me more seriously. Because I'm sure having the show under your belt now, everybody's like, oh, you can actually do something. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know. There, it's, it, there's, it, there's a strange stigma towards, you know, online content from probably distributors and stuff. But, I mean, that question's just going to be resolved as the your own distribution gets better and better. And they're going to realize they're needed less and less. And when their profit goes down, they're going to turn probably to people like you and I, I i know it's hard it's hard it's hard not to define your own worth based off of what you feel other people think of it mm-hmm. you know and that, it was the same thing for me um but yeah you know i've just just been trying to work to be happy to truly try to be happy uh with making stuff and doing stuff because that's what i really really love well like- what's your next um What's <laughs> Lauren's just gonna ask you another? <laughs> so why are you so great? So like, <laughs> what do you think of me? Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> uh, so what are you? What are you working on next? I mean, I know you know. Wait, before that, can we take a quick a quick break, real quick? Oh wait. Oh damn! I was gonna. Oh, never mind. My phone's over there. I was okay. gonna do this secret joke. Yeah, we'll let's take, take. We're gonna take a quick little break. Talk to one of our. Talk about one of our awesome sponsors. And, we'll be, and when we come back, not only are we gonna talk about what he's doing next, we're gonna give him some of the weirdest fucking Twitter questions from his fans that I've ever read. And also, my mom is gonna call in with the last question. Do 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 do. do. <laughs> All right, you guys, our second sponsor today is really cool. It is called Ting. It is a phone company. And listen, I don't know about you, but I'm paying. 
so much on my phone bill. Like probably like two, maybe $300 because I have all these minutes and I have all this Wi-Fi and have all this and all that. And I'll you know, posting my nudes. That takes a lot of <laughs> megabytes. Well, let's be honest, mini bytes. <laughs> and the companies, most companies, you just pay, no matter if you use it or not, you pay the same amount every... Yeah, like a flat fee. Right. Well, guys, well, what if I was to tell you that there's a way <clears throat> that you only pay for what you use? What? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is a big secret. Ting is a phone company where you only pay for what you use. So if you only call somebody and you talk for like two minutes, which is how all of my conversations with Lauren goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you only pay for that two minutes. Mm-hmm. You can actually go to ting.com or shane.ting.com and you can um, put in your actual phone bill as it is right now, your usage for last month. And it'll tell you how much you would save if you started using Ting. Hold on, hold on. I did this. This is no joke, you guys. I put in my actual bill and all like, like the minutes I use, the text messages, the megabytes, everything. In two years, if I signed up for Ting, I would save, are you ready for it? $625.92. True. That's Truth. actually a lot of money. And that's Truth. actually, that's, that's, we could probably get fair on the podcast with that money. By the way. So guys, There's if you fair. want fair on the podcast, mm. go to shane.ting.com. You'll get $25 off of a new device or in-service credit if uh, you use that link. So guys, I mean, this is pretty cool. You pay for what you use. They have great rates. No mysterious line items on your bill. Um, unlimited devices on one account. Really good customer support. No, they're awesome. I, I actually really, uh, I, I think this company is amazing. And obviously everybody uses their cell phones nonstop. So this is perfect for kids when, because you just, you pay for what you use. Go and to. Al- and also you don't have to sign a contract. No. I don't know about you, but back when I was with T-Mobile, don't get me started, girl. I had to go in there all the time and try to cancel. They'd get mad at me. They'd mm. like put me at like a knife point and I'd end up <laughs> not canceling because it costs so much money. Mm. Well, this way, because it's your own device, you don't have to pay any early termination fees if you choose to leave. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to That's sign a contract. Nothing. And it's better the more family members you add. Pay a flat fee of $6 per month on one account. Each device pool uses each device pools usage minutes text megabytes all on one account so the more you use the ting rates just get better i mean i'm telling you Ting. this is perfect for me because i can't handle commitment so <sighs> i'm gonna go to shane.ting.com that's shane.tingting.com and get your 25 percent off all right you guys hope you enjoy the rest of the show and let me just tell you it's a good one and we're back. <laughs> okay, listen. I know I have some weird fucking kids that watch my shit. You have... Your demo is college and really fucking weird. Mm. And the reason I know this is because of the <laughs> tweets that I got last night. Um, but just... No, but but but, but it's not necessarily... This isn't my demographic. This is the middle diagram oh, of my tiny, and yours demographic. Oh. The crossover. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the... Right? Because the, mm-hmm. this is the people that know both of us. So. Oh, God. Oh, that that makes sense. This is the terrible tornado people. <laughs> <laughs> so from our terrible tornado. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> terrible tornado. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. They're all wonderful. Jen <clears throat> says, mm-hmm. "Bo, mm. really? Mm. I want to know mm. what's your worst diarrhea story." Mm. What's my worst? I think my life is a, a one pretty bad <laughs> diarrhea story. Mm-hmm. I have I, I, my stomach's not great in I mean, general. I can Me tell that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, so. I can tell. I, there's a lot of anxiety going on over there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I keep it, it in my. I keep it in my. Uh, gastrointestinal yeah, yeah, yeah. tract mm-hmm. so um do you ever feel nervous about um <laughs> diarrheaing i actually diarrheaed before you came in because i just, i never get nervous but i got nervous before you came diarrheaed. in. i diarrheed mm-hmm. i diarrheed uh mm-hmm. i killed that bathroom mm-hmm. anyways do you ever get nervous about diarrheaing or pooping like in public places or like on stage no yeah, i mean uh, well public places i've always been like 
fine to go in public. Right pretty much. I, I mean, I have anxiety. Everything. I have like anxiety, like in like airports for like. I'm very conscious of the fact that other people can would be able to hear me outside mm. of the bathroom. How do you fit on airplanes? So the way I oh I'm very collapsible. So the only <laughs> way, but but the so the way I solve that isn't to like cover my own sounds as I'm making it. Other people hear. I just put in my headphones and blast it so that I can't hear the fact oh. that I'm doing it, and then it's like it doesn't exist. Mm. That's smart. <laughs> and then on stage, uh, for me, I've always had adrenaline where my body freeze. I never have to go to the bathroom or anything because my body okay. is just pumping adrenaline. But I'm I'm very very nervous. Oh, but then right afterward, it's well, all fucking it, downhill. Basically, I mean, I've I've, I've had <laughs> things where I've like broken my thumb on stage and really didn't know until I stepped off stage and was like, ow, you know. It's like that's the bad thing is like stage really is like a huge huge adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. It's like I never. Want I never want to do would never do cocaine or anything because I hear the, the what people do and I'm like that just sounds like the really worst part of being on stage and everything <laughs> I'm just like having my heart race yeah. and being like yeah, yeah. oh that that's not good don't don't do drugs maybe, don't do drugs maybe just Lindsay Lohan stage. we were talking about her yeah. earlier maybe mm-hmm. she can just like do stage. Do, yeah. do, just gonna be a new. We're gonna call it. Do that. stage. Yeah. Do, do, stage. Hey, do stage. Yo, baby, you don't stage. Okay, well, this, Yo, this is a new you viral own campaign. Stage. Do stage. <laughs> Bo Burnham. Hashtag. This is a question from Ohem, and it says, and this is all caps, by the way. <clears throat> okay. Good lord. Um, I'm in some crazy dude's dental office on his, and his niece is trying to bring me home with her. Help! What should I do, Bo? <laughs> I'm in some. <laughs> By the way, that was eight hours ago, so sorry. <laughs> I also like that I'm in some crazy dude's dental office rather than like, I'm at the dentist. <laughs> so that, I think that means that she's probably not getting work done. She's just at some crazy dude's dental office. This, this guy has multiple offices, one of which is a dental office. Yeah. Mm. If you got time to tweet. You got time to tweet. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Help yourself. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> um, Jeffrey wants to know, what is your favorite type of potato? Uh, with like 10 question marks uh, sweet right oh no really? I, can't, I can't handle sweet potatoes what, what? sweet what? potato fries get them away from why me. Jesus Christ oh god we're over what do we want like <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you, I mean Jesus Christ you're like it's like a fucking it's potato a genius. fucked a squash or exactly something. yeah get it so away you're not into me. the sweet I, I, I'm mm-hmm. no not into sweet potato I mean wow. I, I, this is a verb but I'd say mashed <laughs> That'd be my favorite type of potato. Okay, interesting. Okay. Peel or no peel? Uh, oh, in the mash, mm-hmm. you gotta peel it. Yeah, get that skin out of there. Oh, interesting. God. This is just really big, interesting questions uh-huh. on this on yeah, the Shane yeah, Frank's yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, I want to go back really quick, just to um, mm-hmm. just okay. Here we are. Back to the dental office. Question. Back to the dental <laughs> office question. Um, I asked you, okay, I asked you that. Oh. This is just something because I feel like you have a lot of anxiety because I have a lot of anxiety and I can smell it on and other people. And he keeps talking about all the anxiety he has. Mm-hmm, Very perceptive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you dealing with, and this is just something people wanted me to talk about for some reason, um, earthquakes. Oh, I'm fine with that. I don't have anxiety. I don't I don't have a lot of general anxiety. I'm a pretty happy person in my normal life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I don't really have... I'm not scared of my health or earthquakes. I'm pretty fine with. But you know the big one is coming. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. In the bring, next like couple days. Yeah, bring mm. it on. Like you're like okay with it. Yeah, rock and roll. What are we gonna do? Like yeah, what? I don't know. I that's what I'm asking. Like Lisa came to me yesterday and she goes, Shane, I I think we need to get buckets of water. And I said, why? She goes, because an earthquake. And I'm like, but that what are buckets of water gonna do? They're gonna fall over <laughs> and then there's gonna be water everywhere. So it's like I'm freaking out because wait, I don't know wait, how to she meant like fresh water in case. I get. I'm like, why would we need why water? Would we, why would you put in a bucket? 
I, I don't know. <laughs> Why would you I like that's an open bucket? <laughs> My, I just read an article. They were like, so what were... happens when people are like in surgery during these earthquakes? And I'm like, I've been, oh, they're fucked. I have been thinking about this for Shit. years. I actually would think of sort of more of like, what if you're getting a bikini wax during an earthquake? What if that's you're... not that bad? Yeah, but I feel like that. Could I mean, just, that could just rip off the strap. Sure, but you guys have never dealt with that. Like, I don't want hot wax on my like thing, like there, like it's on the side, like that. The little things I've thought about because that could just happen. No, I never thought of that. That's pretty funny. I did. My dad is an eye surgeon, and I did ask him that. And so basically, Fuck. like the laser for the LASIK, it actually, if it feels tremors, it stops immediately. Wow. So that that's all. Okay. I know. Well, that's fine. Oh, but wow, then what if amazing. you're getting like open heart surgery? No, yeah, it's like a no. Scalpel. I agree, but that's that's all I have. That's the only answer. Do I have. Do they just leave you and go into a doorway, and then your body is? Just I don't open? know. No, and I would I wonder know. if like the hospitals had insurance <laughs> insurance policies based off of that. Oh, like, I'm sure. Like an earthquake happens, you can't active God say we're liable. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Crazy. I know. That's I never what thought I, about that. Well, now you're going to be so, anxious um, about earthquakes. Well, now I am because I'm I, I I'm getting into brain surgery. So mm-hmm. not terrified <laughs> of it. Mm-hmm. Big brain. That was I'm actually my, my question. Is, uh, how nervous are you about your brain surgery? Oh, how weird that that came up. No. Uh, no. Speaking of really, really, really weird, what we are going to do is we are going to call my mom. She's going to have the last question. Mm. Um, I don't know I what don't it's going it to be. End. I know. Well, you guys can have a little talky talky after mm. the show. Uh, I don't. I never know <laughs> he what looks it's so terrifying. <laughs> it's okay. Can we start filling her cube up with water now? You promised that we were. You promised that we got to psych it to watch her slowly drown. By the end of this. <laughs> Wait, did you snort or did you snort? I snorted. It was you. I like that you just snorted. Wait, actually, I just noticed on my phone because it popped up. Before we call my mom, I have to get your opinion on this because somebody tweeted me asking. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure this is one of my people because I feel like your people are smarter than this. Um, they want to know, hey, Bo, this is from Tina. Hey, Bo, what are your thoughts on Farrah Abraham's new music? Do you know who Farrah Abraham <laughs> I, is? I, I do. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean. We talk about I like how it's like that's the question rather than have you heard Farrah Abraham? <laughs> it's like, well, it's a given. You've, you know. Obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she's the one Teen Mom did the sex day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh-huh. I mean, I think I've. Personally documented film that was not supposed to be released. Anyways. Uh-huh. I mean. Time capsule. She Don't said. believe what you read. Oh, okay, okay, but you know. Yeah, no. She's, it, she said it was. A, she <laughs> said no. like no. There's like multiple angles, and it's like <laughs> well lit. No, she said literally. She said, you know, like when you're in grade school and you make a time capsule with your class, and like you throw like your hair bow in there, and like a picture of your family, and then like ten years later you look at it. She's like, that's what this was supposed to be. Yeah. Except instead, they were putting a lot of things like in her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch it? I, I saw some of it. Yeah. Really? Did you see the Coke can? No, maybe I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> she put anyway. She put a coke can inside of her vagina. Anyways, moving on. Uh, what do I think of her new music? No struggle. Um, her new music. So obviously you've heard "Blowing," which is her hit single. Okay. You've heard it. <laughs> I mean, I probably did. I saw one thing, so I must. Have I been think that. this is honestly. Is this the song that you did about um, Helen Keller? Because <laughs> oh, geez, don't she's, play it. If I hear old stuff, I'll die. <laughs> she's sounding very deaf in this music. This song right here is <laughs> called. Oh, oh, you're that's saying what? that was. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Uh, this is called Unplanned Parenthood, and we uh, just up. a little preview for you. Just want to just want to see what you think. This go- oh wait, sorry. Start at the beginning. I don't want to <laughs> miss anything. He's actually really trying to take it in. I am. It was there like, really like it's you know not what? like Will I Am being like raped with a leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Yeah. I mean, oh whatever. God. I mean, the problem is, 
the problem what is, is the problem. Tell well, the us, problem we for, can't figure it out. Well, the problem is for me is that like there's nothing to parody anymore. No, because they live it. I mean, mm-hmm. what's yeah. the like? It's the funny thing. It was like with my show with MTV. It was like, what am I making fun of? People are already doing it, mm-hmm. living like yeah. she is a better satir- satire of <laughs> young <laughs> fame than like if you. If she didn't exist and you wrote a show about like um, a girl that had a television show because she got pregnant at 16 and then uh, made a sex tape and then had a music career, people would be like, oh, fuck off. That's like way too unreal. You're being a little too heavy handed with like your satire or whatever. So it's like, oh, it's almost God. upsetting. No, I, that was like when Miley. Did you, could when, you understand what she said? Because actually this is the fifth time I've listened to that we part. We can't understand And it. I think I got it. Oh, okay. It said, instead of diapers and formula, replace them with peppers and heartaches. Peppers? peppers might be iffy. I, I think don't know peppers, if peppers I is think the right I, word, Everything but. else feels like ripe except for mm-hmm. peppers. Uh, well, I think like Mitt Romney nibbled on jal- jalapenos <laughs> to keep his energy up. <laughs> uh, during his campaign. I've heard that. Yeah. Oh. Or what, who was it? Was it him? Fair is a huge Mitt fan. Yeah. So she actually, she made a whole video about it. <laughs> Wait, side note, just and really quickly, just last one, because this is our favorite. <laughs> it's called After Prom. <laughs> After Prom. There's a lot of simp. Let me cut to the chase. Thoughts? I mean, Freud's coming right up to the surface, I think. (laughs) Don't tell, don't tell, don't tell. I want to get out. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's pretty Mm -hmm. good. It's like, yeah, what does she mean by that? What did she mean when she meant daddy never loved me? (laughs) What, What does she mean by that? Like, I well, don't quite understand. Yeah, it's, it's too probably, deep for yeah. me. Yeah, so there's so many layers. Yeah, that's uh, horrifying. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. For it's that. like, yeah, thanks, Garage Band. This is what you've made <laughs> by letting everyone make music. Maybe we should have just kept the fucking studio alive. That's the, the scariest part. Is like, do you think? <laughs> I literally, so in my car, I was listening to a couple of them on the way here, and I was like, okay, what? Did she make this? Or mm-hmm. if she did, honestly, though, I'm kind of impressed because it it noises and i'm like how did she work a computer to make noises and yeah. but then the other part of me is like did she actually like meet some guy she lives in like kentucky like some random guy on craigslist who's like i make music and then they got together and like how did that happen no i think it was garage band but not by her she's not smart enough for that i think garage that- band is confusing a little bit <laughs> i mean but the thing is you know it's hard because it's like she's like a, she was like a fucking what 15 year old mother 17 and then gets fucking chewed like then gets famous for that and probably everyone's yeah. like oh, her you, boyfriend died you fucking whore oh really that's yeah. crazy and like you're you fucking whore and then she goes and then yeah. you know and then she does this she's a whore and now she does her music it's all just so sad she that's made a mold of her vagina i don't know if you know about that there's a video of it online of her making a mold of her vagina for she her sex not toy know about that why would he because <laughs> we know about that. No. Yeah, the see, world knows about i don't that. really think that that really makes sense because when people say that they make like a um, cast of their dick, you know, mm-hmm. for like whatever. That, mm-hmm. that makes sense to me because it's like, mm. it's a, in theory, a hard dick. So mm. it's like, it would take mm. the foam. Mm. Yeah. You know, but I feel like uh, the detail of a vagina it would, wouldn't mm, be, mm-hmm. co- you'd have to like laser scan it and do a 3D print of right, it. Right. But if you put like a cast on it, right. it's going to smush the detail. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think, and I think Farah has a and lot of detail. And that's the last thing we want. There's a lot of detail. I don't want to smush that detail at all. <laughs> I want every crevice. Yeah. I feel. Oh God! I just got an image in my head of you plastering your vagina. Okay. Anyways, moving all on. Right. Speaking of vaginas, have lots of detail. We are about okay. to call my mom. Yeah, okay. Um, how should I do, do you this? Hear, I'm gonna hold switch on. with you. We're gonna switch. Hold on. This hold is on, guys. Really? Okay. Hold on. Really technical. Oh, it's so weird when you. Do. What is the switch? You need to. We don't have. We do the. 
call the actual phone and you know pull. oh and you plug it in and then we've done no it's just that so she can hear you this is really everybody's seeing technical the behind guys the oh scenes. right right mm -hmm. oh, oh okay. yeah mm -hmm. no it's totally yeah 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 okay get close what if i was like mom what are you doing she's like getting a cast made of my vagina what are you doing <laughs> Yeah. Trying, just trying to get the details what if right. You were, she's like, what are you doing? And you were like, samesies. <laughs> just me and Bo hanging out again. Okay, here we go. Is your mom out here? Mm -hmm. That's nice. Mm. Mm. Where's is. your mom? Far away? Far away, other side oh. of the country. How long did you live in LA? Uh, three years. Oh, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, here we go. <laughs> Does she know we're calling? She knows... Everything. Um, okay. Little details. Mom? Yes? Okay, I'm calling you from the podcast with special guest, comedian, YouTube extraordinaire, Bo Barnum. Hello. You said that the dog barked. Oh, I have that effect. Oh, Bo Burnham. Hi, Bo. How hey, are you? Good, how are you? It's nice to talk to you. Good, it's great to talk to you. This is you're, a... You're Oh, thank you so much. Your son is wonderful as well. Well, you know, uh, Shane always asked me to ask a question, and okay, your 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 sense of humor is really similar, to Shane. Yeah, and he's guys, deeply like, offended. Did you guys talk about that? <laughs> we did talk about that. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it. Well, I think I think what we really talked about was he said, you know, back when I was first starting out doing a lot of terrible offensive humor, and then I grew up, and I was like, yeah, no, no, me too. Me, um, except for I haven't grown up yet, and I'm still, and I'm still, <laughs> no, and I'm still no. doing that humor. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. Well, I guess what my question would be was because it's so similar. Uh, did you have a similar uh, background growing up as Shane by any chance? Well, what what was Shane's background? You tell me a little bit Damn. of Shane's background, oh, and gosh. then I'll tell you a little oh, bit God. of mine. Oh God! <laughs> well, that might take too long, but <laughs> well, you know, I think it, were you five hundred? <laughs> <laughs> No, what I think was probably similar is, you know, my my family is like, all we do is sort of joke. I mean, that's sort of the thing. It's like at the dinner table, it's a bit of a vicious fight for who can joke with each other. Mm -hmm. So I think I, I, I became so comfortable at comedy at an early age that I feel like I, I immediately had to start pushing the envelope. Yeah. And that's probably similar. And our dinner you, table you guys... was a fight for food constantly. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. So, you know. Perfect. There you go, Mom. Did... And Mom, he's also um, really, really religious and single, and eight feet tall, and actually 45 years old. I'm throwing all these things out there, just letting you know. Well, I, I would have to say, Bo, that your your material where you do God's perspective, it's hysterical. Oh, thanks a lot. Oh, that means a lot. You would be a really good preacher. Oh, thank mm. you. That means a lot. That's, yeah, I think so. You should read his Wikipedia page. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. But anyway, I'm All right, so Mom. glad you got to talk to you, honey. All right, Mom. <laughs> Good thank to meet you. That's very, very lovely to talk to you. Oh, thank you. All right, see you on Tinder. Love you. Okay, honey. <laughs> bye bye. It's funny because she probably knows what Tinder is, and see she's probably you on Tinder. It. She's a really, she's a sweetheart. Are you very religious? Two, no, no. Two things. Two things. Uh, two things. Um, <laughs> One of which, uh, the first of which is it's funny that she said the God thing. I think it's really sweet. Is your mother religious? Because mm. uh, my mother's religious. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. And what I think is nice is that I'm personally not religious, but uh, it's <laughs> nice. Spiritual. <laughs> um, or spiritual. <laughs> no, but, uh, I, but that song I was hoping would be like, I was trying to write something that hopefully little atheists and people like my mother could 
get together and sort of agree upon. So it's mm-hmm. nice that she said that because I did, you know, I don't ever want to, uh, you know, make people feel like I think they're idiots or no. stupid or anything. So I, that you know, that, so it's nice that she said that because I, I don't, I don't think she's wrong. I think she totally yeah. gets it. You know, and, I and think, Christians are a big audience. I mean, the fact that I literally looked at the box office the other day and like the number two movie was a shitty fucking piece of shit movie. Oh God, with like dead. Dean Cain or some some yeah, horrible yeah. person. Yeah. And it what was like. Movie? It's like some listen. I'm Christian and I love I love me some God, but I mean, what the fuck? Like the worst <laughs> piece of shit movie ever. It made like a hundred million dollars because God's in the title. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but, what? Yeah. I don't. Why have I not heard of this? What's it called? Because uh, you're not you're not Jesus. It's true. You're not Jesus. But, I don't do Jesus. But basically, you know, like <clears throat> I, I happen to I, I I don't personally believe in God, you know. But my, my I thought you were gonna say I happen to know the people who made that <laughs> yeah. movie. So I personally don't believe in Dean. Did you Cain. see the Louis? <laughs> <laughs> did you see the Louis C.K. opening uh, for SNL when he was talking about the people that atheists who were like. There is no God. And he's like, really? How do you know? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, no. no he, he, he handles it pretty amazingly. I, mean, yeah. I don't want to get into this talk, but like, um, what would I, what, how, no, do, how not, do you know that there aren't leprechauns? You know what I mean? It's yeah. not really on my, but my point is that every sort of atheist comedian, I don't think of myself like that or whatever, is is stressing the points that I don't think are important. I don't think people are dumb. I, there are people much, much smarter than me believe in God. Um, my mother's a hospice nurse. She mm. believes in God. She's a much better person than I am. Mm. So I really, so the thing I want to talk about versus God and belief and stuff, it, you know, it, it, it's not about putting people down because their beliefs. It's more of a conversation. That, 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 the song that your mother referenced was, it's really about, you know, for me, whether it's true or not, it's more important that we, you know, love each other and create love ourselves or whatever. And then the other point was, I hope, I hope that's not what you took from it. The idea that I would say me moving away personally from inoffensive stuff was saying that I, think Oh no. Oh no, please. Okay. Okay. I feel like I've slightly moved away, but then again, I just don't think No, but I also think there's a huge place for it. Again, the thing is like, Com- your own comedy is like your th- your fingerprint. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. like me interacting with my early stuff is and the way my stuff has evolved. It's just so particular to me. So I, I it's like I have trouble. I, I I I don't. I'm unable to compare myself to anybody. Not because I'm incomparable, but because like my relationship with my stuff is so personal mm-hmm. that I don't even. You know what I mean. Sometimes I know when I'm talking about my own process, I worry that I. F- feel like other people are thinking, oh, he must not like me or he must, you know, think that this is stupid or something. Oh, but, no. but I'm just saying that I I, I almost never, I just, I, I, I'm not even capable, I don't think, of making those comparisons because I'm usually just so head You're really into it. yourself is what we're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like I, I'm <clears throat> a solipsist. Yeah, no, I got that. Mm-hmm. I got that. that. Mm-hmm. No, I look back at my old stuff and I like, I mean, I don't, you kind of. I can't you hear it. I mean, if I hear I my get old stuff, physically I physically sick. I just, yeah, yeah. I just, there's this very schnashna museum in LA called Mocha, and there's a retrospective of this artist for his whole career. And I was listening to this thing on NPR the other day, just talking about how like a lot of artists like kill themselves when they have to do retrospectives of their whole career because they have to look back on the things they did when they were first starting out, and they just want they think it's awful. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd kill it, myself. It's literally they're like I'm not even being facetious. Like literally, artists have like actually committed suicide because yeah. they're like I can't look at the stuff that no, I did. No, sometimes I'll see out. a video from like two weeks ago and I'm like really I did that I'm gonna fucking kill myself so nobody kill themselves but I'm just saying being an artist is really hard no it's like really hard to be like talented and like mm-hmm. work hard and mm-hmm. make things mm-hmm. um, no anyway what we're saying kids is don't make anything because you end up killing yourself <laughs> uh, so the final part of the show <laughs> always, <laughs> always my favorite mm-hmm. um is when I mean, re- I do. Man, I like you having the yellow pad. I gotta I say, got you got yellow paper. Pad. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, I would have thought we would have come here. Would have mm-hmm. been iPads and you know nope. what's and no, reading off Zooms. No, nope. Zooms. <laughs> That's I don't the know only what. thing they're good for. <laughs> I'm really fucking old school. You know, I'm really down with the legal pads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't. I actually didn't even. Read you just any turned of the this. page so people could hear that there really is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the turn page effect on his iPad. <laughs> One of my, I have. Um, okay, so the page I wrote down was just like little notes or whatever. Um, they all have like stars next to them, and you How's know the your first handwriting. It's it's pretty rough. Oh, I don't. I think your handwriting is pretty good. Wait, this is what I wanted to show you. Oh, you know, you got good handwriting. Mm-hmm. Look at the um, <laughs> look at the. Oh, yeah, I want to point it out before yeah, we find yeah. it. This is my favorite that I just noticed. <laughs> this line. It's just one. Which one? Oh, gay kid and fat chick. No, up right above that. It's just from comments. No, it just says gay. Gay. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I literally that one. I know what it means because in my head I'm like, you, I heard you talking about in an interview that you know you don't say whether you're gay or not because you you don't think it matters or whatever. But it, anybody that would read this paper just says gay. Gay. With a star <laughs> next to it. Yeah. It's like really interesting question, Shane. Yeah, so gay. Um, no, but since you did read it, uh, we didn't get to this because I didn't actually look at this paper. But um, you wrote a script called Gay Kid and uh, Fat Chick. Yeah. And for kids who don't know, which is probably a lot of people because this is like a very Hollywoody, Hollywoody thing. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called Blacklist and it's where, you know, the best scripts of the year that didn't get made. And like it's on this list and everybody looks at them. It's a big, big, big mm-hmm. deal. And I read it and I'm obsessed with it. And I think it's really, really funny. Oh, you read the script? Yes. I'm oh, that's sorry. Cool. I found it online. Oh, that's cool. That's um, sweet. And it was really, really great. Is it going to so, be made? What's the yeah, deal? Yeah, what's happening? Uh, yeah, we're not sure. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> it, it's, it's, it's a long process to get stuff like that made. Oh, um, yes. It, uh, but know. like I wrote, wrote it for Paramount. So yeah, we're still in talks of that. How does that happen? Like where you write something, you put so much time and so much energy into it. Like, for me, it's hard because I'm so used to the YouTube world where you write something exactly, and you make yeah. it and that's it. Well, that's the thing. And I've been spoiled with that. You know, as a stand-up too, it's like – but it, it'll be it, it, it'll be my greatest strength going forward and yours too, I'm sure. It's like the fact that like you kind of learn to do it mm-hmm. on your own and the fact that like you don't even know the idea of not getting just to do exactly. what you want kind of. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. And, you know, the, when you find out the other – I'm saying when, when I did find out the – conflicts of that it was it hurt a little bit but no no. but the thing is like they hired me to write a script so from the beginning i knew i, I gave them this pitch and they and then i wrote it for them so i knew it was mm-hmm. always in their hands they gotcha. always owned it so I, I i knew that was the thing and basically in the time that that hasn't um you know or been figured out I, i've wrote i i wrote something else on my own that i can now try to present or something but uh yeah but you know i, I mean i really enjoy writing i do like the experience of writing so if it didn't go forward, I, I feel like I actually got everything I wanted out of it. The journey, sort of. Huh? Yeah, mm. I, I love writing. I mean, mm. I just like the experience of sitting and writing something. Mm. And I tried to write a script that was just a good piece of, not literature, but a good piece of writing to mm. read. You know, mm-hmm. and then if it gets made, that's sweet. Um, but really, uh, I was hard. trying to just enjoy the. That's what I'm trying to do more and more of nowadays. Really, just trying to enjoy what I get to do rather mm-hmm. than you know banking on the fact that th- there'll be these wild successes that I can, mm. you know, and, and enjoy joy the wild success of it because that's, you know, mm. that's fucking that was <laughs> very beautiful. difficult. Enjoy <laughs> the ne- moment. It, it's never going to happen. I know. It's it's so funny. It's like, you 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 know, you live and you discover things and it's, everything's a fucking cliche. You realize that every <laughs> every most profound thing you should do, it's like, oh, right, you really should just be in the moment. You really should just like, you know, be kind to one another. It's like, oh, that's boring. Mm-hmm. I just watched. <laughs> I wish it was more exciting than that. But. I watched an entire documentary last night about. I'm obsessed with really, really weird documentaries, and mm. I watched one called Bronies. I don't know if you know what this is oh, about. I don't. You know what this is about? No, well, I know Bronies. You do, of course. I, I can't believe you don't know Bronies. I don't. I'm the one that doesn't. I, I don't know. Draw your life. You don't know Bronies. No. no I just learned. You, what? what? You hadn't heard of Bronies? What that is it? Is crazy. Okay. See, I feel like because I feel like you are like one I'll of the most. Brony. No, no, one of the most like I- internet. Uh, 
linguist or like mo- most fluent in internet very, topics. Very, I'm very fake and I have no Wait, idea what's what happening. Wait, what is a bro? What is it? I feel like a brony. I mean, you, you saw the thing, but a brony is a, a bro, a man, a guy who is a, a huge, huge fan of My Little Pony. <laughs> Not, not don't laugh. They are first of all, Wait, they're obs- they're not yeah, just yeah. obsessed with My Little Pony. They're obsessed with My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, which is the new version. And the reason they're obsessed with it, these are grown men, grown men. And there's a documentary. About yes, this. it's on Netflix. And the reason they're obsessed with it is because of the lessons, such as be nice, be a nice person, don't be an asshole, be loyal, be compassionate, but, like all these lessons. And these guys, that's how they say they're like, why is it wrong to like this? I like friendship and I like loyalty. But this is such a specific group of people that like they know, they have a name and are bronies. And, and there's a documentary. There's a documentary. It's huge. It's like brony cons. And brony stuff. con is insane. Yeah. Have you seen the documentary? I haven't. No, I've oh, just like I... seen. I, 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 again, I just feel like I've been surrounded by. I feel like most people have heard heard of that. No. I'm That's not true. That. No. I'm. Sur- I swear. <laughs> no, Lisa walked in the room when I was watching, and she's like, "What is this fucking weirdos?" And she sat down. Literally five minutes later, <laughs> she's in tears, and she's like. I mean, honestly, like, they're such good people. Because, like, okay, there was one brony, and he's little, and he has, like, this weird disease. He has, like, Gary Coleman disease, where he's, like, young, but he's old, and mm. it's kind of weird, and whatever. And, and he's, he's dead, sad. and he's black. And he's, <laughs> and he's dead, and he's black, and he's, he's honestly, like, overrated, not that funny. Um, anyways, so he has this little disease, and um, he's a brony, and all the bronies are, because the mom is sitting there, she goes, you know, everybody thinks bronies are weird and creepy and pedophiles. And he's like, and... And but they send my son letters, which didn't really help the case with the pedophilia. Anyways, they she's like they send my son letters, and he had like thousands of brony letters saying, mm. "I hope you get better, and I hope your disease goes away." And he's like crying, and he's like, "I just feel like my bronies love me." I mean, Lisa was is, cr- in is this, tears. I was in no. Tears. Are the bronies mostly like sort of odd men? Or are they like men that are just normal? You wouldn't. Yeah, even... like Benedict Cumberbatch uh, <laughs> or some others. No, but like I think for me, like what I think it exposes, which I think is true, is that it's like fandom you know it's an interesting just sort of theory of, of fandom or it's just like it's you it's a lot of the times which is good it's like sort of an arbitrary excuse to gather together and be a community and support mm. each other and that that's probably the more crucial thing mm. like who cares if it happens to be my little pony if I mean, it's a bunch of or if it's like i mean isn't my little pony just as arbitrary as like the dark elf level 7 that has the or the or the steelers or the you know I, you know i'm just saying uh it's interesting. It's interesting to sh- to see. Uh, how I think Shane and I have together. talked about this. It's like neither of us are like the type of people that would get to such a fanatic level with people, except for me with you, of course. Um, <laughs> right. But I mean, it's like I remember being I'm a little older than you uh, at like a Nuka's on the Block concert when I was really young, and everybody yeah. like freaking out, and me just looking around, being like, "What is your problem, everybody?" Well, you know the what thing I mean? Is, like, there's certain levels to it, right? I don't want to. I'm, We're fine. Oh, every okay, time okay. Lauren talks, I look at my phone. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I, I don't feel like I'm, I don't want to waste. <laughs> no, when you time, or, or when you talk, things. the phone goes away. Uh, um, no, no, I, no. I wasn't saying that. I was just looking at the clock. No, right. you're fine. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I think there's different levels of fandom. I mean, that, that word is strange because, you know, I, I just know as I as I grew up, at different ages, you relate to artists in different ways. I'm not probably not going to say this well because I've never really really thought about it, but, you know, so I, there there's something. As someone who feels like they're on the li- uh, for a small group of people on the other side of it, mm-hmm. where you might have some, fa- I see that there's a very big difference between like a 13 year old that loves my stuff mm-hmm. and a 16 year old and a 20 year old mm-hmm. and a 30 year old. Like mm-hmm. they're all very, very different. And me, you know, I was obsessed with people when I was young and 13. And now I am obsessed with certain people. John Grant is like this singer songwriter that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Um, but for me, it's a very like 
specific sort of like emotional, intellectual relationship. Wow, you've really challenged the way I think. You've you sort of shaken my work. Like you've shown that you can, as opposed to when I was younger, I might have just been like, oh, oh my God, it's Steve Martin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's it's hard to. Um, it's, it, I think I think it's very psychological. I think it's very strange when it becomes communal because I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Like I think you guys could probably get obsessed with people and like be big fans of people. Oh, sure. But, the, but there's Wendy Williams. But yeah, there yeah. seems to be a. a a difference between that and, and, a brony. and when they break off and become separate. You know what I mean? Mm. Like when like believers or whatever, like and really I'm not putting them down or anything, but believers almost seem separate from Bieber in a sense that like Bieber could say fuck you all tomorrow and we would like stay believer. Like, you know, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like at a certain point, it, mm. it seems not to be About. referencing him anymore. Right. No, that's you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I get and it. I get very confused by that. No, but I don't get confused. I'm like, oh, yeah, just like excuse for people to be able to reach out for each other, mm. out to each other and have friends. And yeah, like write to each other. I mean, I just have friends that like made best friends with people on the internet chat, in, like on like the chat form of some um, band they were obsessed with. You know, so they, they were obsessed with some band. They would go in the chat room every night, and now they're best friends with some kid in Germany, and they go visit him every six months or something, you know? So, like, mm. like oh, so the band was just kind of an excuse to meet people of similar interests. You assume, oh, you like this, you'll probably be more like me. You probably won't be as scary like as the kids like, at school, my parents. Like taken, like, like you're going to go to Germany to, like... Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a little... To a brony con. But, but, but if you think about that, I mean, but, it, but you know, if we're all just, like, looking to try to get out and connect with each other... And I'm just thinking, like, with a brony or something. I mean, I don't want to, like, over-theorize or something with these kids or something. <laughs> but, but no, the idea that, like, I'm a guy that's maybe a little more sensitive than other people. And I'm the type of guy that would feel comfortable liking a show about little ponies. And that's probably, like, the complete distillation of why I'm bullied and tormented in my life. So if I can find a bunch of other guys... like. If you're willing to be a fan of My Little Pony, I'm probably like we're already on the same level. Mm-hmm. We're already friends in a way. You're already like my ally in this world in a way that other people aren't. You know. So you're gonna make me so, cry again. But see, but uh, but see, and this another. Uh, this is like the Will Wheaton speech you gave. Just gave it like not Comic Con, but another thing. Do you hear about that? Talking about nerds. Oh, I heard a little bit. It about went viral. This. It was so good. He, Will Wheaton was in uh, Stand by Me hundred years ago and I used to fantasize that he would come rescue me in, in school when I was like in second grade <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like not kidding um and he wrote he did a whole thing this girl was like what have were you ever like called a nerd and he was like of course I was and then all of a sudden it sort of ended it was this whole great speech and he was just like and I'm just letting you know you're in a room with like 50,000 people that were all called ner- nerds and we're all doing great and it was like this whole great like yeah, thing. Yeah. oh I loved it no, it is nice the, the one the, the the other side of that though that I haven't really enjoyed is like the Glee angle of it, which I saw like when, like Glee did this song about like you're a perfect snowflake, whatever the fuck, mm. and it, and the song was basically like you're gonna be you're gonna be pumping my gas in ten years, so whatever, like you may bully me now, but you're gonna be pumping my gas. And I'm like, well, that's just like <laughs> so you're just we're just passing the bullying on yeah. to adults, like mm. so you may be calling me a faggot now, but I'm gonna be calling you a poor asshole. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's not nice. I mean, like so you're just you're just gonna be. Don't worry, I'm gonna get to be the asshole in ten years. Right. You know? But 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 that's I guess what I was saying about the stupid the fandom stuff is like that's why I get so confused when bigger people and I do I do actually like Lady Gaga and I think she's doing some actually cool things and saying some interesting things about celebrity but when they're all like my monsters and mm. like don't you kind of get that you're just kind of an art you're, you just happen to be the, <laughs> the the chosen one to be mm-hmm. the big one and everyone's gonna gather around you but it's so because I feel like that's the easy way mm-hmm. do your fans have a name? I don't know I try to you know the, the funny thing with with 
my fans, you know, it's such a weird word because mm-hmm. again, it comes from like fanatic, so it sounds insane. Mm-hmm. And I do really do think like these are people that like my stuff and spend maybe 0.1% of every day <laughs> thinking about me, you know. Um, but the thing is, since since a lot of my show, I talk about these sort of things, I sort of make fun of fandom and I say things, you know, like th- my fans will say things like, I love the idea of you, or, or you mean like the, it's it's sort of funny that they'll, I think they'll kind of be ironic you know it's, it's mm-hmm. weird it seems like uh, so they don't have a name is what you're saying I don't think so I mean I said bozos in a song <laughs> and they call themselves that <laughs> I like bozos but I don't know you know it's like I, I, I like it, it seems a little yucky to me but to be but, but I no, think it's beautiful great. Minor, it. minor Dawson whores I don't I don't know how that happened yeah. or who made that up or I would call doesn't them, rhyme how about Dawson's creeps <laughs> <laughs> Like I like that. Dustin's no, freak. that's where no, I got we, my name from. We got it's perfect. It. We got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> we got it. We got it. Speaking anyway. Of Speaking of the creep, the Dawson's <laughs> creeps, uh, now for the best part of the show, well, second best, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren creaming her pants over Bo is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you, oh, your mom's up there. I think it's got to come out down mm, to third. Okay, third best. <laughs> uh, this is where we read uh, comments from sdarmy.com, and uh, I read some of my favorite comments that you guys wrote. This is from Epic Board Person, mm-hmm. <laughs> which explains everybody that watches my videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, why does this keep happening to the Shane and Friends Wikipedia page and they posted a picture of the page and what it says. It says Mm -hmm. as of today, the 31st of March, Lauren Schnipper has been kidnapped by an anonymous person which the police has not (laughs) captured yet. Shane Dawson is still uploading videos daily and to be quite honest, he really doesn't give a fuck about whether or not uh, they will find her. Mm -hmm. Due to her disappearance, Shane wishes the best for Lauren (laughs) Schnipper also known on Twitter as Schnipstar to reappear uh, but for the Shane and Friends audience, they hope she does not, uh, and they dry heave every time they think about her horrible voice. The oh, end. thank oh. you, Epic Board Time. <laughs> and there's no source, so like I don't know how that made it. On epic Wikipedia. Board Guy. <laughs> no, he didn't write this. He's just showing. No, us. he just he just he just let the world. He just bring it to uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Wikipedia, it facts. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's I've heard. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, and this is my other favorite. This is mm. <laughs> SD UK fan. Mm. Um, it says, "Hey Shane, just wanted to leave a comment on about the podcast. I love it. It got me through some really tough times where I was really, really nervous. Like the time recently when I was traveling on the train to London mm. to meet Max Joseph of MTV's Catfish." Mm. <laughs> He's my hero, mm-hmm. and listening to your podcast really helped calm me down, so I wouldn't pass out when I met him. Thank you, Amy. That's nice. I mean, full circle, but that what we we're just talking about I'm right there. Really curious as to what could make you that diehard a fan. He's the white-haired one, right? Yep. What I don't. Oh, right. Yeah. What can he make you that diehard of a fan of the white-haired one who once in a while will just say like, "This is crazy." Like he doesn't <laughs> ever. Like, he never ever like Neve is carrying the show. And Max just kind of once in a while throw in, you know. Sure, like sure. A, I, I mean, we don't. what do you think his fans are called? Max attacks. No, it's got to be something. It's got to be some about big his, Max. His t- they got to be like the frosted tips or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. He's got a. He's got a very bird like. <laughs> bird like a little bit bird. I don't know. He looks like an eagle. Oh, what, is, <laughs> what is the word? I don't know. Mm. Tweet about it later. Yeah, anyway. we'll tweet about it later. Yeah. Well, there you guys go. Yay! That was uh, that was our show. I'm very excited. And listen, I just want to say, and I should probably say this off air since it's, so it's more genuine, since everything I say on air is fake. Um, but I just want to say thank you so much because I feel like even though I don't really, I, you were a YouTuber, 
um, a lot of people don't consider you a YouTuber because you, you don't do all like the stupid YouTube stuff. I consider you a YouTuber and I am very happy and thankful that you're here because you have crossed over, mm -hmm. even though you're like too humble to admit it. And you really have opened up doors for a lot of YouTubers oh, nice. and a lot of people, whenever I'm pitching anything or whatever, the second I mention your name or they mention your name, it's like it, you have crossed over and people take you seriously and it's helping people take me seriously and other YouTubers who are trying to make shows and stuff. So thank you. Oh, that's awesome, man. And well, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks a lot. I mean, you know, like I, I totally admire you. Like, like I'm just saying the fact that I went away from the medium, like I said, the YouTube medium, it had nothing to do with the fact it was because I just loved live stuff, you mm -hmm. know, but I am so interested in seeing like how this new thing is going to be built up and sustained and like destroy mm -hmm. the studios and stuff. I would love to see it happen. <laughs> I really would. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, it's truly crazy over the last four or so years to watch mm -hmm. things grow. I mean, to watch your stuff grow, to watch like Shay Carl's thing that just got sold for half. Of me. I mean, mm -hmm. it's absolutely crazy. And like, yeah, I'm, you know, it's nice, I appreciate that, you know, I might be a nice little bridge to this stuff, but if I'm a bridge to the old world, you guys are like building up the uh, the thing that's going to take over. So and that's pretty exciting. And then us bronies are just going to fly well, over the rainbow. Well, fuck the bronies. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't even talk to bronies. No, but seriously, it's really cool, man, you know, and, I, and it's really not, you know, and also like a lot of people could have easily there could have been a rift with that. You know, with any other world, I feel like if I had been participating in it and then left to do something else then came back like three years later, there would have been like, hey, fuck you, what are you doing? Oh, you, you're too good for us now mm -hmm. or anything. I never felt that mm -hmm. with no. the YouTube community, which was so nice. No, because we all love you. Uh, and plus, it's you very, ne very nice. You never I appreciate totally that. left. Like, you were always posting something. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't feel like I did. But I'm just saying it would not have, you know, I mm -hmm. think... Especially on the internet, it feels like that's a thing, but it, it totally wasn't. So I, I do very much appreciate that. Well, where can people find you? What is your Twitter handle? Just your name? Oh, but yeah, Bo Burnham. Um, just B O B U R N H A M. And uh, yeah, I'm not really doing any shows anytime soon. But uh, mm -hmm. I have a I I have a book that's out uh, poetry mm -hmm. of Egghead. You can get on Amazon and uh, or, or, watch, or no, whatever. Watch uh, <laughs> watch watch a comedy special on Netflix. Oh yeah, on Netflix or on, or on my YouTube channel. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, there you guys cool. go. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming, Yay. Lauren. Thank you for keeping in your pants, and sort of, um, we are speaking. gonna get a mold of her Vagina. for you. Oh great! Okay, okay, cool. It's okay, gonna take great. us a long time to get the yeah, details. Yeah, send that. Send that to. Uh, it's a dumpster right behind. <laughs> 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 All right, see. All right see. you guys. See you later.